Greetings, Ben Murray here with another episode of SAS Metric School. So today we're talking about CAC. What does CAC mean? So CAC, there are really two meanings with CAC or customer acquisition costs. One, people refer to CAC as the gross expenses to acquire customers. So if we look at our SAS P&L, we look at our sales and marketing expenses. So those gross expenses associated with acquiring one new customer. Of course, more, more commonly, that's an input actually to the unit cost CAC, but CAC people think uh, on a unit cost basis. So the cost to acquire one new customer. So really two meanings with CAC. Now we have to be careful. This is really important with CAC is what is our prize? Are we going after a customer, an entity, a user? Or my favorite example, say I land Starbucks as a customer, but really I'm after all of the coffee shops, say thousands and thousands of coffee shops that I acquired. Do I measure CAC on one unit that I acquired Starbucks or the thousands of coffee stores that I acquired by acquiring that brand? So really important when you look at CAC, what is your prize? So with CAC, one important thing when we're calculating CAC, because really it's associated with the cost to acquire one new customer, is we have to take our sales and marketing expenses off our SaaS p and allocate those between new and existing. And I talked about this in another episode, but if you have a, a go-to-market motion that is dedicated to acquiring new customers, you have a go-to-market motion towards expanding your existing customer base, you need to allocate the sales and marketing expense associated with acquiring new customers, which then flows into the CAC calculation. Of course, that flows into CAC payback, cost of ARR on a new basis, so it affects downline metrics as well. And also really important with all sales and marketing efficiency, the period of measurement, I really believe you have to align with your sales cycle. If you have a short sales cycle, long sales cycle, you must have sales cycle alignment with the period of measurement. And finally, sales and marketing expenses. These must be fully burdened. And what I mean by that, we have all wages, taxes, benefits, uh, commissions, bonuses, uh, the President's Club trip, travel, internet fees, Salesforce expense, HubSpot expense, ISP, MailChimp, all those expenses and, and marketing for swag, paid ads, et cetera, fully burdened. So if it's under the management of those department leaders and they control that spend, it needs to be allocated. So no cherry picking what expenses go into CAC. Now, you do see some when you get larger, you see some adjusted CACs where they're actually taking out the ramp of new sales reps. Now, I always think you go with classical CAC and if you want to adjust it later, but maybe that's, I think, another episode of how we adjust these based on ramping sales rep hires. So again, CAC, we can think of the gross expense. We think can think of the unit cost. What's your prize? Is it a user? Is it Starbucks, the brand? Is it an entity, an account, a customer, whatever that is? And don't forget that allocation if you have an expansion motion. Otherwise, you're going to overburden your CAC expense. So a little bit about CAC and what it means. Hope you enjoyed.